0: All right, a another journal entry here. Um, I've sort of just discovered uh, pretty recently that um, there are other versions of me, uh, and then very soon after that, I discovered that those other versions of me are just figments of my imagination. How great, right? It's wonderful. How often do you get to listen to um, a podcast, an audio recording, where the the host is just an older man that complains about his, you know, how his imaginary friends are in fact imaginary? Not often, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't even know... What to say? I'm still, I'm still pretty upset about it. Uh, it's been, it's been about two weeks, two ish weeks. Um, it's hard to really tell time here, but uh, I just, I can't believe it. Uh, but I'm sure that you're loving it, aren't you? Because that's just the, the kind of entertainment that you were dying for, wasn't it? Uh, and, and, and 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 I'm and I'm incredibly bummed out you know i was i was incredibly alone and still am now uh but i don't know i just i i i wanted to know that there were good versions of me out there and now i've come to discover that i don't know that 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 i still haven't found them uh if they are out there and the people that I did think were out there are not. And I've also discovered that this dimension is an, like an imagination dimension. Um, if, if, if none of this makes sense, go back and listen to my previous episode, I guess. Because it, it, I kind of uh, discovered it while I was actually recording. So that this thing's had a, had a pretty good battery life so far. I'm actually pretty impressed by it. I should explain imagination dimension. What does that mean? Uh, It means that when, um, in the past, when I first got here, I was very hungry. And so I would start um, actually imagining something like cheese, for example. And I would imagine it so much that I would actually create it. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, um, it's like the kid with the purple crayon. And when he draws it, he kind of brings it to life. It's somewhat similar to that. I don't know if there's something else that's a better correlation, better, um, better example of it, but this is, that's, that's the one thing I remember. I just always remembered that purple crayon, like, that's like a powerful tool, you know? Now, now I am, I am working on, uh, my abilities here, my powers, as, as you will, uh, that, that are available in this universe, you know, creating things and stuff like that, uh, creating things and the likes. Um, but it's tough. Uh, I think part of it uh, is just that I've never, uh, I used to be very creative, but I, I haven't been, uh, lately. It's hard to get into that mindset. Really? I think that, uh, drinking relieves pressure off of me when it comes to being creative, but I shouldn't, be drinking and so I'm trying to kind of tone down on the drinking a little bit I'm still, honestly I've been drunk for pretty much the last two weeks just trying to get over the sadness of losing these friends that I thought I made so I'm all alone and um, I'm 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 still coming down from it, you know what I mean it's like a high that I'm still coming down from um, but I, I have been working on the imagination, I've been working to make it better Uh, Like, for example, right now, I want to eat some cheese. Uh, And I would like to eat it from the cheese shop in Des Moines, Iowa. So if I focus really hard, I just might be able to bring myself there. Bring, just focus really hard. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can bring that place, uh, here. Uh, I I try to, but I can't, um, so, I don't know. Uh, I could try to, uh, just imagine some cheese from there, though. Maybe, you know, think a little bit smaller, focus smaller, we'll work our way up. So let's just do that right now. yes okay here we go here it is hello and welcome to reboot a podcast dedicated to movie reboots and bree cheese I'll be your host Nicholas Margellos. Each week I will dive into the film canon of two or more movies I' then watch a few fra- films. From these film canons. And I'll dissect them. And discover what brings these movies together. How do they connect. And, and what makes a good film reboot. And I'll be doing all of this. While eating brie. And I eat lots of different kind of brie. Like today I'm eating some brie from the cheese shop. In Des Moines, Iowa. I traveled there in my Mindscape realm. um, And I also got this... um. Fig and black tea jam. So I've got some dried mission figs. Which I believe are sweeter. And then I have this. They blend black Indonesian tea. With just a touch of sugar. And the result is a perfect blend of natural figginess. And a gentle spicy note of tea. I also have some cashew nuts here. uh, That I've had it uh, here in my cave dwelling for a while now. Um, Supposedly unsalted is like the way to go with brie cheese. Uh, But here's the thing. I hate these cashews. Uh, So I'm I'm probably not at all going to eat them. Even though they are here. Um, Just unsalted stinks. I don't know why people even bother not to salt something. Salt is, but I think I'm more of a salt person than a sugar person, to be to be fair, to be honest, to be far out. I mean, not only are these cashews really bad, but this cheese that I got is also really, 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 really bad. And, and I, I don't know if it's because maybe Cheese Shop uh, had, had maybe had it out for a long time. Maybe it's my imagination. Um, it's Blue Sky... Blue Sky Earth, Blue Sky Bree, something like that. Uh, it's from Mankato, Minnesota. Um, and it was, you know, described to me in, in, when I went to the cheese shop, uh, in my imagination world, um, that it was, you know, it was, it was described as like earthy, uh, which it is, um, but like earthy as in like asparagus and grassy and awful. And I can't, I can, I can barely eat this. It is, uh, very, very bad. And I would not recommend it to anyone, which is a, a real bummer, too, because Cheese Shop has always uh, done pretty good stuff for me. At least the food that they make is always really good. Cheese Shop and Cheese Bar. It's a little expensive. Uh, it's actually very expensive. But it was always enjoyable, and it always felt worth it. But this was a huge, huge disappointment. And I'm calling them on blast. The guy sold me this. And he thought, hey, he's not gonna tell anybody. This guy looks looks like a sad sack, you know. Again, this is in my imagination world, so you know, maybe, maybe that's more on me. It's that's in my head. And he sold it to me, and 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 thought that I wouldn't tell anybody, but I'm telling all of you, I'm telling all of you, never buy brie from the cheese shop. It's a huge disappointment. And this podcast will never and is never and is not sponsored by Cheese Shop or Cheese Bar. But if anyone else would like to sponsor this podcast or any of its future endeavors, uh, feel free to email us at uh, stephenmaynut at gmail.com. Uh, but let's focus on, on the good here. I did. I was able to imagine myself at Cheese Shop, which is a good thing. I'm getting better at the imagination thing. Um, If I work hard enough, I think I'll be able to, like... Maybe, like, create, like, a portal gun or something like that. uh, That could Like, maybe, uh, you know, I can imagine my way home is kind of the goal, I think, here. But I do want to do something different with today's episode. I I do want to talk about Superman. But uh, instead of really talking about the reboots of the film, I think it'd be great to talk about uh, how I would make one better. Uh, I, I have always thought about how I would make a Superman movie, and I think it'd be really fun to, to kind of discuss that. I do think that we do need to talk about uh, the, 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 the previous Superman movies, and so we, we will do that. Because um, I think it's a good creative exercise. You know, it helps get my imagination flowing, uh, make help me figure out what I want to do to get out of here. Portal gun is a, is good and dandy, but would it even work? You know what I mean? I can't even buy, I can't even figure out how to get good cheese right now because I'm, I'm I'm in my head, you know? So, um, I, I think I've maybe said this before, but, uh, the biggest thing that a Superman movie needs is to allow us to fall in love with Clark Kent because he is the most human part of Superman. Uh, He's the thing that's most relatable to us because we are also human beings. One of the things that... um, I'm trying to remember who does this. Is it Grant Morrison that wrote All-Star Superman? I think it's Grant Morrison. And one of the things he does is he creates... Superman, as he's Clark Kent, he kind of like hunches his shoulders more. Uh, to kind of uh, not make it look like he is as buff as he is, which is actually a very smart thing if you think about it, uh, because a lot of times you think, well, wow, Superman, all he does is take off his glasses and, and people are immediately assuming it's a completely different person. But if if you imagine that someone was also acting a very different way and had some hair covering over their face a little bit and, and hunched their body over and kind of, Dismorphed it a bit. It, it would make it a very different person. And I think that would be that would be a nice thing to add to the movie. Uh, I'm just kind of like taking things from like the comics right now. Superman's Secret Origin by I think Jeff Johns and Gary Frank is also a fantastic run that I think I personally would take a lot of inspiration from. One of the big questions that you have to ask when you're making a, a Superman reboot is who the, who the villain's gonna be. Which is tough, because a lot of people would say Lex Luthor. I think I might as well. But maybe not just Lex Luthor. Maybe there's more to it, and, and we can get to, into that in a second here. But let's talk about Superman Returns. This movie, in my opinion, uh, is pretty split. There are a lot of people that love it, and a lot of people that hate it. And it's it's for me, it's a fascinating film, to say the least. I think it's meant uh, to be a continuation Of the old Christopher Reeve films. But it's also like a homage to them. Which is like both the best and worst part of the film. um, Because I love those old Christopher Reeve films. I I think I heard Kevin Smith say this. And I agree with it 100%. When you are a kid you hear... Like the tagline for those movies was... You believe a man can fly. And I absolutely 100% believed... That this was, like, this was Superman. This was a man flying. You know what I mean? It was it was this crazy feeling that you get um, when you're watching superhero movies. And it's fantastic. Um, because Superman's a perfect... I mean, he's the perfect guy. I think a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people go, oh, you can't really make a good Superman, Superman movie. He's... He's just too, he's unstoppable, you know what I mean? He's not like Batman. Batman's human, he's got some, he's dark, he's blah, blah, blah. But then you're missing the point of Superman. Superman was created during the Depression era, during, you know, World War II. He was to inspire Americans that life would get better, you know what I mean? And so that's, and that's what we want from Superman. We want someone who isn't going to die at the end of the film, like in Batman vs. Superman or whatever that movie was. We want a Superman that's going to win the day, that is going to give us hope, give us faith, give us joy, give us sunlight. The reason they made Batman was because Superman was all sunsh- you know, sunshine. You know what I mean? So then you need something dark in 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 contrast with that, and that's why they're the two big ones because they're 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 the sun and the moon. You know, I don't know. That's just that's my opinion. There, I think that you, it's going to be a different kind of film. It's not good. you can't make. You can't make Superman be like a Batman film, because it's not going to be like a Batman film. The movie starts uh, with some great Marlon Brando narration, which is, it's very, very good. And the music is great. That's, I mean, it's very reminiscent of the past films. It's very joyful. Um, and um, it gets it gets you pumped for, for like a good time, you know. Um, but the, But the film itself is not actually all that joyful it's, it's a lot about um so Superman has been gone for a long time now he's coming back and he's kind of like discovering that things are a little bit different like for example Lois Lane has now gone off and dated uh James Marsden uh which to be honest I get it Lois a lot of people say that this movie has too many uh Christ metaphors and well to them I say oh, fuck you because that's all Superman has ever been, um, he's all about, he's, he's all about the resurrection, I mean, that's what the death of Superman was, and, and two somewhat innocent farmers, they, you know, take this child that isn't theirs, and they raise it, and he grows up to be super powerful, and he dies, and comes back to life, and, He saves the world and heals people and blah, blah, blah. I mean, what did I just tell the story of? Was it Jesus Christ or was it Superman? So I think also it's like Superman like becomes Superman when he's like 23 or whatever, which is the same time that like Superman or the same time like Jesus like dies on the cross or something like that. I mean, there's some weird, you know, correlation in ages there that I don't I don't quite remember. The film also gives a lot of screen time, uh, dedicating itself to lois lane which i don't quite get um i think it's i think that the film itself was either trying to build up the mystery of superman or something or you know i think it was because i think it was trying to be uh, an homage to the previous superman but it didn't want to then like focus on superman so it was so obvious that this is clearly a different superman i I don't know that's that could not be part of it but um, could also maybe be that they were trying to like build up the tension with Superman or really, I think it was the fact that they were just scared to spend time with Superman because so many times people go, oh, you can't make a movie about Superman, and have Superman be the main character because Superman's not relatable, but yes, he is. I'm sorry, but yes, he is just because someone's an alien doesn't mean that they're not relatable in my nerdy opinion. Uh, as i said as i said before this movie is trying to be a super a, a christopher reeve superman movie uh it's very similar scenes and plot points um and I and i don't know what to say if it's a problem or if it's nice um because in a lot of ways it's, it's a very good tribute uh, but in a lot of other ways it is not a good movie and I think that's something that we need to discuss when it comes to reboots. Because, I don't know, maybe as like a short film, this would have been fantastic. Just some of the music and some of the other stuff. But as its own film, it doesn't really hold up for me. Because even, even even the Lex Luthor stuff, um, which is, like he, well, he's played by Kevin Spacey. and And he's a garbage person. I just want to put that out there. Kevin Spacey is a garbage person. And uh, he should have always played evil people because he is an evil person in real life as well. So, uh, and I hope that he hears this just like the same way that I hope that Cheese Bar or Cheese Shop hears this. I just hope that they know the, the, the bad, 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 bad doggone way that they treated me in my imagination world. Um, now let's talk about Man of Steel All right, so Man of Steel opens with this grand vision of Krypton and it's actually quite beautiful I love it uh, it's a, it goes on for a little bit longer than I would have liked but it, and it's also a very bizarre way to start a film but as a Superman geek I loved being able to uh, explore Krypton and, 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 and live in this world for a while um, I also love Russell Crowe I think he plays a great Jor-El I believe his name is is Superman's father, and um, I also speaking of fathers, I also love Kevin Costner. The dads in this movie are fantastic. We also get uh, some good uh, kid scenes from Superman in Man of Steel, and I would like to have more of that. Maybe it's a little bit cliche, but I I really like the small town vibe. I like the growing up. Uh, what makes this. What makes Superman, Superman, uh, which actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, that sounds very bad, but I promise you that I think that it could be very good. Michael Shannon is also in this movie and he is great. I, I well, the actor. He's not great in the movie. Well, he's okay in the movie. He's not great in the movie. I, the beard is, why would anyone ever have the chin beard? That's, it's not a good look. i as someone who personally has had that look, I promise you it is not a good look. I have never felt confident wearing it. I don't know why in a parallel universe on a parallel you know on a different planet that's a good look. It's never a good look. I would if you told me that that look is a good look on some other planet, I don't believe you. Anyway, Michael Shannon, I love him as an actor, uh not as Zod though. Um he also plays in a, in, a, in, a, in a punk band, and I think the punk band is actually pretty kick-ass. But it is fun to see Superman fight in this movie. Um, however, he does destroy pretty much all of Metropolis, um, which actually does get addressed, I think, in Batman vs. Superman, if I'm correct. Um, I think that's kind of part of what Superman, Superman vs. Batman is all about. It's just like Superman is scary. He's an unstoppable force. But, um, so I guess it kind of all evens out, I guess. I just wish there was maybe more addressing it in the actual film itself. I think we should have addressed the fact that Superman is trying to avoid killing and, and, and destroying so many buildings. Um I also think that it's still, I mean, we kind of see it in uh, Superman Homecoming, but I'd love to see a little bit more of damage control. Just the people that have to rebuild after all the superhero fights. It's it's, a, it's such a good idea for a TV show or a movie. Whatever. I don't care. Henry Cavill is a great Superman. Um, I think that he could probably be better than Brendan Reeve. I just... On body type alone, I think. On body type alone, I think he is a better Superman. Um, but, uh, again, Brendan... Brendan... Uh, raw, Brendan... Did I say Reeve before? I combined Christopher Reeve and Brendan Roth. Anyway, Brendan Roth is 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 meant to be a a Christopher Reeve character, so I I get the body type stuff there. I'm not I'm not really hammering down on it because I get it. But again, it's it's a problem with the reboot itself. Then the reboot itself is you're you're going in a different direction. Man of Steel, however, is going in the direction that superman 2 went into the from the original series the richard donner series i think right um because i think superman was yeah superman 2 had the evil you know zod in his in his team right could be wrong um yeah because the first one was like the the earthquake or whatever and he has to spin around the world a bunch of times and save lois lane after she dies um, spoiler alert for the 1971 Superman film or whatever, whatever year it came out. Hans Zimmer's score is fantastic. I love him. I think he does a great score in all of his movies, him and Christopher Nolan and, you know, whoever else, the people that he works with. He always does a very good job. Um, i trying to remember what else he does. Did he do the Star Trek score? Mm, I don't think so. Nah, it was like Michael something who did Star Trek. Um, But Hans Zimmer has done some great stuff, like Pirates of the Caribbean, Dark Knight, Dunkirk. He did Dunkirk, which, if you haven't seen Dunkirk, I watched that in the movie theater, and it was so good. I never felt so sucked into a movie the way I did Dunkirk. It was very very good. Anyway, what would I do for my movie is what we're asking. And I get it. I get I get why you would ask that. Okay, so we open on a young Superman. I think that's the way I want to start. I want to start. I think maybe the film we even divide it up into like well, the first third of it maybe is is bit child Superman. Maybe like the main character of the first third of the film is almost mon pa Kent. Almost, you know, kind of something like that. Um and, and maybe we open on uh you know Clark Kent playing soccer or football or baseball with a bunch of his friends as a kid or they're playing tag or something like that. And super uh and, and this young Clark Kent accidentally, you know, pushes down a guy, um, and you know, and hurts him, breaks his arm, something like that. Breaks his leg. Uh an accident. And Clark, uh, begins to kind of freak out about this because, um, you know, as he pushes the guy down, he can, he like his x-ray vision kicks in and he can, he can see that he, he's broken this bone. Um, and so all of these kind of powers are kind of, you know, catching up to him and stuff like that. And, uh, it's, it's Jonathan. I, and, and Martha, I think em- will immediately recognize this. They will immediately, uh, catch on to the, the struggles that this young Clark Kent is going through and they're going to be very supportive for him and they're going to be both very there for him and I think it's going to be loving and it's going to be great. Um, I think that they, at this point, you know, we have to, we could do some sort of uh, Jonathan and Martha showing uh, the old ship or something like that. Maybe they've never showed him the old ship. Um, for, you know, and, and so, you know, a holograph of Jor-El and 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 Lara, his his Clark Kent's real parents, um, you know, tell them about Krypton and and tell them about how you know he is not human, he but in fact he is from this other planet that got destroyed, and Clark Kent you know has to come through you know. He's going to have his own struggles realizing that. I think we'll meet a nice young Lana Lang uh, out here in Smallville. Uh, You know, it's it's his kind of young crush. And it's kind of cute and and adorable. And, you know, we got a fun little story there. I think we could even have a young Lex Luthor. um, Who maybe... um, I don't know, he's around. Uh, Maybe... Maybe Superman and him get into some fight, but I I think really you could just even I think just having him around, him struggling to be a wealthy person that is liked, uh, could be a, a sh- you know also like a a white male that's liked. I think you could get really into what do those people call that are, you know are like in in or Ingens or whatever they're called uh, the. The guys that don't, like, have sex with people because they think that it's their choice or whatever. I don't know. The garbage people in the world. These garbage white men. Have him, have that be Lex Luthor. That would be, maybe, maybe, maybe that's too much. That could be too much. I Maybe I take it back. Maybe I don't. I think it'd be fun to play with, though. I think it would be fun to play with. Uh, especially with, you know, in this world of... of we're done focusing on, on superheroes and we're going to supervillains and there's going to be a Joker movie and, and stuff like that. Maybe it's, it's going to be fun to play around with Lex Luthor a little bit and figure out what makes him tick. Um, what else would happen in this film? One of the big things that I want to happen uh, will be um, a brief, somewhat brief appearance of uh, the Legion of Superheroes. Um, Cosmic Boy, uh, Saturn Girl, Lightning Lad, Brainiac 5, uh, they will come from the future, the, from the 31st century, and they'll, they'll, they'll discover Super Boy, essentially, as he's going around as, he's, you know, mom, Pa Kent, helped him, helped, Clark Kent uh, kind of create a Superboy persona because he wants things like mom and dad I want to use these powers for good and they kind of like help him do that a little bit. I think that one of the things that Man of Steel does bad is it goes hide your powers um, because we you know we're scared for you. I don't I don't like that. I don't think that that's what mom and pa Kent would do. Pa, I mean, if why would you that scene in Man of Steel is so I hate I fucking hate that scene where pa Kent goes to save the dog. And then the ends up dying in the tornado because it's bad. It's stupid. Uh, I think it would be fun to have a tornado scene in my movie just because it is Smallville. And I think it's, you know, I think you could have some sort of like, maybe that's kind of where Superman, you know, or Superboy discovers he can fly. Maybe it would be a fun in the tornado. Something, yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm spitballing here. Um, I think that what causes Superman to... So I think what I want to happen is Superboy to join the Legion of Superheroes because that's what happens in the comics back in the old eight, back in the 80s Superboy is a part of the Legion of Superheroes for a short time and then I think he dies and then comes back to life because of comic books. Um I could be wrong about that but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um I think it would be fun to do that in my movie just so it, it, for, if no for no other reason other than the Legion of Superheroes—they're from the future. Obviously, they know what what Superboy becomes. They know that Superboy becomes Superman, and they know how powerful he is, he will become, and and stuff like that. And I think it'd be really fun for Superboy to learn not only about his powers and how he is a person, but also be taught about how he can use his powers and what he can become. He can be taught that, by people that know him, you know what I mean, like, they know who he is, and what he is capable of, because they have seen the future, so I think it'd be fun for them to kind of have, like, you know, training lessons, and stuff like that, um, stuff like, you know, it would be small, brief, you know, adventures, we wouldn't even really, like, see these adventures happen, but we would know that they are happening, and you'd see, you know, Superboy go and hang out with the Legion of Superheroes, and then you know, time would pass, and, you know, you'd see him keep going, and coming back, and we wouldn't really see the adventures, and next thing you know, he's a teenager, Uh, however, one of the things I think would be fun, um, it's like the reason that Superboy kind of finally leaves Smallville a bit, or at least leaves Smallville to go with Legion of Superheroes, is that, you know, Lana Lang kind of, like, breaks his heart, or something like that, or maybe Lex Luthor, you know, beats him up, or something, you know, something like that, uh, Lex Luthor kind of proves him wrong or, you know, embarrasses him so much. Cause I think one of the things about Clark Kent is that he is, um, a, uh, Clark Kent himself, I think can be a bit of a, um, he doesn't always stick up for himself, something like that. You know what I mean? I think that not, not always, he doesn't always stick up for himself as much as he should. And so I think that if given the chance, especially the child, Giving him the ability to kind of run away from Smallville for a bit and run away from some of his social things that he needs to actually be doing would actually be a very interesting uh, character choice for young Clark Kent. I think then the second third of the film would take place then in Metropolis. Uh, we hang out with a now young adult Clark Kent, or maybe even adult, kind of college days, maybe, uh, you know, end of college. And he begins working at the Daily Planet. And, I, you know, I'd call this, like, the Spider-Man years, you know what I mean? He's working for, you know, uh, uh, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen's there, and, and Cat Grant's around, and, and finally Lois Lane. He gets to meet Lois Lane. Um, And, and, and you know, maybe one of the first big stories that uh, Clark gets to write is something about Lex Luthor. And he goes, actually, I, I knew Lex Luthor from when I was a child. Uh, We grew up in the same town together, and so Perry White's like, you know what, you can do that story, then you go and talk to him. And we get to see kind of, you know, how much Lex has grown his company and how he is, you know, who the kind of person that he is becoming. And I think this is the part where we need to put into question who is going to be the big villain of this film. Uh, Because we could say something uh, like, oh, it's just Lex Luthor himself, and he's, you know, creating Kryptonite or something like that um but i think it's almost too easy i think it'd be because also the thing about superman is that's supposed to be fun and it's kind of goofy and it's a comic book a lot of people go oh comic books it's uh, i remember talking about um captain america civil war i believe it is no no captain america winter soldier and i talk about i talk about it with people and i always say that it is the best superhero film of all time um, and one of the people, one of the parts that people say, uh, is bad is is Nick Fury is in the car and he's driving and, uh, he's got, you know, it's bulletproof and the shields are slowly going down. Uh, and he's like, you know, power up the activation shield. And it's like power activation shield is not working. It's like, fine, power up the, uh, spring th- thermometers. And he's like, they're like, oh, spring thermometers isn't working. He's like, well, what is working? And, and the car says, the uh, AC is at full, you know functionality and a lot of people say that that joke takes you out of the film and i say to them that is exactly what comics are comics are supposed to be somewhat humorous at times and so for me that moment felt exactly like something i would read in a comic book um so i never got upset by it and i think that i still think to this day winter soldier while it is not my favorite movie i think it is the greatest superhero film of all time um, and so I think, that the, I think that the film does need some, some fun. I, mean, I think it needs something crazy. And I think maybe that is why Bizarro might be the perfect, uh, uh, antagonist for Superman. Um, one, because, uh, you could see Superman fight someone of his own power skills. You know what I mean? Also, think it would be fun to, to play with the, uh, me, me. Bizarro, me, am Superman, or, you know, stuff like that. Play with the talk, play how goofy that is, how would it look? I don't know. It could not work at all. But also, it's one of those things where I think super, Bizarro Superman sometimes gets portrayed in the comics as almost like an anti-hero. Sometimes he's actually kind of good. Uh I, Actually, I think, in fact, most times he's more good than he's bad. Um, So I think it would be fun to sort of uh, have this Bizarro Superman that maybe goes away and comes back for, you could have him come back, In a much bigger way, I don't know, because there's there's plenty of other supervillains that you could do too. Um, Brainiac would be wonderful, and I think that you know Brainiac would be fun just because of you. You've had Brainiac five in the beginning, Um, and 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 you could kind of and it could make its way for for what you know stage three of the film is, because I think stage three of the film then you get into to space and stuff like that maybe um and maybe you even add a few more superheroes at the end of this film um you know uh like a booster goal or something like that i don't know i don't i i haven't really thought about it that much uh, i never really got about you know to that third third part of the, of this film it's there's just a lot kind of going on uh, on on my end uh, i i do need to think about it more though i and i apologize for that um, Metallo also might be a really fun um super villain. Um but I think yeah, Brainiac or or Bizarro might be really fun. Bizarro might be fun to show a little bit of and have I mean you could even I don't know if you I don't think you could do both. But yeah, I think that you split up the film into three parts. Superboy, uh older Superman who maybe discovers an inkling of Brainiac's plan to shrink he actually shrink shrunk a city of krypton or whatever he did and you know how he's building robots to take over the world or something like that um and then years even later we get an even older superman and he's the one that actually actually fights uh actually fights brainiac um because then you hit i think you, i mean even get three different actors to play these supermans and I think that then you could even go back and do more films about those Supermans. Thor did something really similar to this. Um, and actually, I can't believe I'm just now realizing this. And it was beautiful. I think it's called Thor... Oh, man, what was it called? It was like, the you know, first series. Man, I forget it. Thor, Thor, Thor. So right now there's i think marvel's doing this thing called like thor the dark realm or the dark realm war of the dark war of the realms war of the realms it's called and the writer that's doing that the first thor book that he did was this one and i forget what it's called but if you look it up that's what it is and it's a fantastic series and i own it and if you want to read it you can it is so very good um and one of the things that it does in that story is that it focuses on a, is, focuses on a young Thor who uh is back in the olden days and 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 it's kind of more classic uh Thor Norse mythology stories and then you have uh classic modern day Thor who is you know a an Avenger and goes to Earth and blah 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 and then older Thor who has like three daughters that he's you know telling stories to and and, and and somehow their stories all connect through time travel and through fighting. And it's one uh, continual villain through that each of them are fighting throughout time. Because that's how powerful this being is. And it's a beautiful story. Um, and it's a lot about how Thor is as a person and how he grows up. And I feel like I've been talking for so very long. So I am going to uh, wrap it up. I'm going to tell you that uh is a podcast brought to you by me nicholas margellos i'm also a host and um i'm actually not the editor of it because uh i i am not editing these i'm not um i my mouth is so dry from not talking or for for having been talking for so long um but i want to let's just wrap this up i want to thank you for listening Um, I can't believe you made it this far it was a long episode and I didn't talk about anything good I'm sure it was not fun to listen to my voice so thank you for listening and bon voyage I'm gonna go outside and record um some stuff for the podcast real fast. You can watch the episode without me, that's fine. It'll be like four minutes, something like that. Just do a quick um uh check-in. Uh just a quick check-in here <coughs> for my listeners out. Out there, really, it's for myself, but I'm just trying to make an audio journal here so that I can document this journey into this parallel universe that I am checking out here. Lately, I've been thinking about Superman. Uh, thinking about, like, a reboot. Like, last week, we talked about the Fantastic Four reboot, how we would change it. I think a, a fun idea for Superman might be... So, you, I mean, you know how Superman is a journalist? I think it'd be very fun, especially in our today's day and age of fake news and stuff like that, to make the journalist a hero. Because I mean, sometimes journalists are heroes. I think that that would be a good idea for a Superman story, maybe. You know, to have. I mean, let Superman let let Superman be a hero with his words, by what he writes. I think that would be a, a fun, maybe like second act. To a Superman film, you know. I've been thinking a lot. I mean, I've always had ideas uh, for a Superman movie. All the evil mix when we would, Boon and Bood get together for the Christmas party. Um, we would all uh, talk about our Superman idea, and we all kind of had the same one, but varying degrees of. Uh, a lot of people had the idea of him growing up, like in Russia during, uh, like the what'd they call it, the, um, the Cold War, you know, and so maybe he would, like, actually kind of grow up evil, that's kind of what they always wanted, but, I don't know, I've been thinking about it lately, and I think just kind of the regular superhero is actually a pretty great person, um, which actually is is another thing that I want to talk about real fast, um, I think, um, I think this world, uh, has changed me. I, I've been changed. I don't... Uh, I don't know. I've been searching for the Amherst Smoke Egg for so long, and I just think that I'm ready to... I don't know. I want to be here forever now. I don't really want to leave this world. Um, the problem is, is that I now am feeling this thing in the pit of my stomach... And for a long time, I didn't know what it was, and now I know that um the feeling is guilt, and I have guilt that uh the nick of this world is stuck in that in that parallel dimension all by himself uh and I need because it's a nothing dimension i need to I need to figure out a way to get him out of there uh but also I want to keep this world i want to keep this life because to be honest, I'm 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 falling in love. This this girl, Sophie, uh, that was this earth's Nick's uh girlfriend. He she's great. She she makes me laugh so hard. She's so much fun to be around. She's so beautiful and kind, and she loves doing everything that I like to do. Like, what the heck? And she's a really great, like, partner in life, both, like, doing things around, like, the house. And she takes really great care of our cat, which I'm also, honestly, I mean, I'm still hesitant about it, but it's a pretty great creature. Um. Thanks for listening.